Hello, everyone, and welcome back to week number 10 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. It, the date is 8-23-2020. We all survived another week of 2020. Yeah. I'm Sterling Hammer with my co-host... Lee Paddock. We are uh, bringing you another... We're happy to bring you another podcast. We're kind of... It's kind of yeah. crazy now. We're in the double digits. Ten. Oh, yeah. This is the tenth episode. Yeah. It's kind of a special episode. It's a good movie to see it on. One we both like. Like, I mean, you obviously love it, but I liked it too. Oh wow, we're already. <laughs> but uh, spoiler alert, everybody! Just letting you know ahead of time. But yeah, like I was just alluding to this week, Spoilers we watched for the, a thirty-year-old movie. Yeah, we'll be doing that for all the movies. But um, but like I, we were just alluding to, this week was a Lee movie, and mm. yeah, we both. Uh, so that's why Lee's surprised that I enjoyed it. Yeah, he's surprised if I ever enjoy any of his movies. Which it is, is very surprising. I'd be very surprised if he likes my any of my movies. But let's uh, get into the meat and bones of this podcast. The meat and potatoes. Yeah, I like what I said. It's more manly. I eat meat and bones. Meat and bones. <laughs> okay. I eat bones. You put them in your soup. Meat on bone. I don't eat no mash. <laughs> All right, everybody, sorry about that. <laughs> Here you go, Lee. Introduce your movie. All right, RoboCop. Ha! I stole it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Sterling has to ruin everything, right? <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I picked my I picked uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, the 1980s classic RoboCop. Uh, came out in 1987. It's directed by. Uh, uh, I think a pretty underrated director uh, by the name of Paul Verhoeven, a Dutch filmmaker who uh, who's directed a couple of movies that Sterling and I actually both enjoy. We both watched uh, uh, some of these movies together. They're uh, Total Recall. Total Recall, amazing movie. And uh, Starship Troopers. I love yeah. Starship Troopers. I love both those movies. Yeah, I think uh, these three movies are sort of like for me, like, uh, are like an unofficial trilogy in a way. They all kind of have sort of similar themes and ideas uh, throughout. I think Starship Troopers is probably the one where he takes all those, like, sort of like satirical elements of this movie to yeah, like, like their maybe, full uh, level. The beginning of Starship Trooper universe where it goes bad is what we see in Robocop, where the mm. world's covered in wars and maybe so, yeah, and then. Total recalls like the future, like the maybe like the step right before the collapse because they're moving to Mars, <laughs> yeah. and then the collapse happens, and you get Starship Troopers. That would be pretty. We kind of cool, but <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the yeah Paul Verhoeven. He's uh, he's sort of a controversial. He was sort of a controversial director when he was working in America. Why? Uh, because of uh. His use of violence and oh yeah, it's eighties um, America. Some people thought that uh, you know that the violence was just empty and he was glorifying it. Um, I don't know. I don't think I don't think he's glorifying it because it's like over the top. It's over the top, and he does show like you know people actually like getting hurt. It's not just like oh uh, you know people just dying. You know just off these camera. Faces. Yeah, 
people actually like blood. There's this blood explosion. We'll talk a little bit about the violence in this movie. That's sort of a hallmark of his. His movies are in, are incredibly violent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and over the top. Seems to yeah, that's why like we uh, we were talking about earlier, like when they remake them and make them PG thirteen, but it's PG thirteen of like the twenty first century right, yeah. and not PG thirteen of the eighties. This movie it's <laughs> just dog fart. This movie unfortunately has a a remake that came out yeah, a few well, years ago that neither have seen it. About. Yeah, neither have seen it, but no. Both are now curious to see it just to compare it yeah. because I do remember when it came out, it was like a hundred million dollars and mm-hmm. it was hot fire. Dog garbage. Yeah, no, barely anybody saw it. Just like the Total Recall remake. <laughs> yeah, garbage. It came out like a couple years before that. Yeah, and God forbid, I've never seen that either. God forbid they re- remake uh, Starship Troopers and oh, PG thirteen. If I, I'm sure they will. No, I I'm hope sure they make a show. Thinking about it. <laughs> no, I hope they're thinking of making a show. That'd be cool. That would be interesting. Maybe they might follow the novel more because that's Ugh, one. No, the, I don't want that. That's one of the controversies. The novel's the most boring dog shit. Yeah. Fascist propaganda. I actually haven't shit. read the book. If he actually say, if you actually make a show that's wow. like to the book, it'll be fascist propaganda. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's a movie we you know could talk about one day. You know, special episode, a movie that we both saw. You know, if we're in the mood to just talk about it. Um, but yeah, uh, he's also <laughs> he also directed the movie Showgirls. <laughs> Which is considered one of the most, you know, famous or infamous bad movies ever. I would say it's probably like my favorite, like terrible movie ever made. I wonder why Lee. It's very entertaining. Herbert. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Yes, because it's an NC-17 movie all about (laughs) girls stripping. But it has like, why is it even N17? There's a lot of nudity in it. That's yeah, but like, but yeah, that happens. The sex scene is like. You know the worst scene ever, but <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that movie one day. Have you ever watched it? I've seen bits and pieces on like a uh, hundred cheesy line compilation. Yeah, or... oh, because the movies is filled with just cheesy line. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll wa- maybe we'll watch that movie one day, and maybe you'll think that it is the worst movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, the room will always hold that position. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that movie's great. No. Um, he also directed Basic Instinct. My mom really likes that movie. That's a very like uh, white lady movie. My dad. That's so won't. random that he would make Basic Instinct. Yeah, it is. I, it's <laughs> like this thriller. I get there's like a little bit of he violence, did, but like there's no like. But I mean, he was a filmmaker in his uh, his native uh, land, uh, the, in the Netherlands, um, where he's from, and um, he made like sort of erotic thrillers and stuff. Oh, so that. that was what he did. In fact, um, and then he came to America and did the big like action he, films. He came to America after the the government, I guess, started to become a little bit more like strictly left leaning, and they thought his work was just like trash, violent garbage, and they you know were censoring him and weren't letting him get funding for his films. Disgusting. So he left. He left the Netherlands to go to uh, America. Brain drain, um, and he directed a film before this, which is like a weird like Viking movie, I guess. That's kind of been sort of buried <laughs> by time, um, and then he initially passed on this movie on RoboCop. Uh, he would was, this be his second movie in America? I think so. Yes, um, 
And uh, he saw he was sent the script. He was on the hmm. beach one day with his wife. This must and have sounded ridiculous. He saw, yeah, he read this. He uh, he saw the title and he threw the script away into the sand. Robocop. Yeah, he immediately threw the script away. If you're used to making like crime sus- erotic thrillers, mm-hmm. and then someone's like, "Hey, you want to make RoboCop?" Bruh. And his last movie was like a like a supposed to be like I'm a an artist. medieval epic. Yeah, something. he's like, "I'm an artiste." But then his wife fished it out of the sand. He's like, "We need to pay the bills." That and she she actually read it and said and recognized that there were some there were things in there that. We're, you know, we're a little bit deeper than, you know, just a typical robot action movie. Yes, and I'm also sure she's like, also, we have a you also mortgage. Need to work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it looks like, stupid. Move to America. P- you know? <laughs> she was probably like, Americans are stupid. They want to watch a movie like about RoboCop. They want to watch RoboCop. They don't want to watch your medieval Viking epics yeah, <laughs> with yeah. barely any violence and just like a lot of talking. <laughs> and, and so, well, you know, he brought... His own personality to it, and then he read the script. He actually read the script finally. I would hope. And then he, uh, yeah, he was like, "Okay, there is something to this," and he, that's how he uh, got on board. And he's, uh, he's kind of one of my favorite directors, um, just for these three movies alone. And honestly, this yeah, is probably this nostalgia. is nostalgia. Okay, yeah, a little bit. This is probably my personal favorite. Um, really? Yeah. I you saw like it. this more than Total Recall? How could you like this more than Arnie? <laughs> I, I get it more than Starship, but I identify, I think, more with this story. I think it's there's a little bit more of like a darker edge to it with the the corp, the commentary on like. Oh corporate. yeah, but I just that just get, that that edge gets dulled from the goofiness. You, like you said, you commented like I, I you didn't think I liked it because I I just kept ragging on it. It's very cheesy. And it's very goofy, and I one of the thing points I made, I, I uh, note I made, I like, I thought it was funny, and I, that's why I was laughing a lot at serious moments that they were making like this such this badass moment serious, and then it's just like him opening a gate. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah. a little silly, but it's also sort of charming in that kind of way. Yeah, of course. There's some. This movie is schlock. Yeah, a it's bit. a little, and my also is, is a little boring. I, mean, like, I, I want a main character that says more than like, "Hello, right? Yeah, hello, partner. <laughs> <laughs> Come quietly, or there will be trouble." <laughs> this is the wild, wild west. <laughs> well, you know that's sort of an interesting thing. It is sort of like a western in a way. He's the stranger Shooting. that comes into town and cleans up and shoots the bad guys, and kind of has like a sort of simple. Uh, fairy tale sort of feel to it in a way. Yeah, he can feel, but he can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he's he's rediscovering his humanity. And well, I guess I should <laughs> talk like just dis- tell what you know, tell you what the plot of the movie is. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Um, a, y- a cop by the name of Alex J. Murphy has been transferred uh, to. Uh, what's now called Old Detroit in this sort of dystopian future of probably the 1990s. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Old Detroit is this crime-ridden hellhole where cops are being murdered by this uh, horrible gang uh, who's led by the f- the dad from that 70s show. 
Um, meanwhile, uh, a multinational uh, corporation um, is who is basically taking over Detroit and privatizing everything. Yeah, they're trying to build new Detroit for the rich to like flee to. Um, they've taken over the police department and uh, they're developing these sort of uh, security programs, I guess, where they're going to have robot policemen. And um, uh, while uh, Alex Murphy is out on call, he runs into the this murderous gang of criminals and is horrifically... Gunned down, one of the most brutal it, killings a little in movie exaggerated, history. Like very exaggerated, sh- but it's hand very shot brutal. Off. Yeah, hand shot off. His arm, arm shot oh, yeah, off. His, yeah, he gets his hand blown off first. Then his arm shot off. Then he gets just tortured. They to shoot him like literally like a hundred times with shotguns. And he does. And he, just, and he doesn't fall just apart. Screaming. Or he's just screaming the whole time until finally. And then he's standing in that like classic eighties like a dummy. Dummy. Like, <laughs> it's so creepy looking always because it's, it's like great. human, but it's like I love it. God. There's it's like, like a wrong that human. kind of stuff is in uh, Total Recall too. And he just gets dome shotted. Yeah, and then uh, we see his transformation into Robocop. We can build him better, stronger. Um, and along the way, you know, he uh, he's fighting crime in uh, in old Detroit, and then he eventually sort of begins to regain his memories and. Uh, Decides uh, he wants to get retribution for uh, what happened to him. And uh, his corporate espionage and twists and turns along the way. And I just had a thought. It's kind of funny that some eventually, in a little down the future, some guy was like, hey, we should make a kid version. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> it's basically, yeah, the same thing. He just goes. He gets involved in a horrible accident, which kids are like, "Oh, that's okay," because you don't see it happen to him. It's not. And as then he's just brutally violent. Yeah, because his surgery is like goofy. Like, oh, they're putting springs in him. Put like a squirt gun in here, and like he he gets a helicopter propeller that can come out of his head. I loved Inspector Gadget as a kid. I loved the show, the cartoon show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Definitely. my goodness! And then, uh, oh my god! It was you know, very- there was actually sorry to interrupt you, but there was an actual RoboCop animated series that was made for kids. What? Yes, it came out in the early '90s, of course, and I think it only lasted one season. Of course. Um, but yeah, there was also a Rambo TV show too. That's when like every for kids. That's- that's like violent action movies that, that had ever, because that was just like series, yeah, that's just what happened like shows, yeah. something got big because it wasn't like the nowadays where there's like 17 blockbusters a month well not now but before <laughs> <laughs> right but um what we're used to but like back then like there'd be one so like you'd make something big and then that thing is going to be popular for a while mm-hmm. because there's going to be a while till the next big thing so you're going to let's make some TV shows lunch boxes toys everything it doesn't matter if it's action or violent like it's can you sell it exactly it's america sell it it's the 80s yeah going into the 90s which is just sell 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 yeah all about corporatism and capitalism mm-hmm. and everything and then i think this movie kind of uh Sort of talks about that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They it. always have it in the background, like the, like the random commercials that will start. It's like the beginnings love, of them I selling the us health yeah. insurance or uh, our health care. 
there's always that artificial shitty, hearts. That, there's always that shitty sitcom going on that's very sexist mm. and just and it's, stupid. It's and built like, on a <laughs> stupid catchphrase. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, because that was like probably that's the thing they were probably making fun of. Like all the sitcoms and, back then know, were like that. Shows like that. Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, uh, bazinga, bazinga, bazinga. Don't make me bazinga you. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, Inspector Gadget was just... It's weird that it was like the kid version. Essentially. Someone was like, let's make a kid one. Because hey, that actually, the RoboCop animated show didn't work. I think Inspector Gadget, I think, came out before RoboCop. How? I think it came out like the year before. But the Inspector Gadget we saw came out in the 90s. Oh, you're talking about the movie? And even the animated cartoon came out like in the 90s. No, didn't, didn't it? it came out in the 80s. Well, everybody... Everybody, everybody. Uh-oh, he's Googling. This is the future, and we can Google these things. <laughs> Pull that up, Jamie. Pull that up, Hammer. <laughs> Pull that up, Hammer. Um, Yeah. While I'm doing that, Lee, entertain our people. Well, I guess I should say who's in it. Um, oh, you're right, 1983. Holy shit, wow. Well, one of them, because there's a new, uh, newer ones. But yeah, the first one came out in 1983. Well, oh. then someone went, we need to make a violent one. <laughs> a violent one. <laughs> one for adults. You know, this movie was actually more inspired by Blade Runner than than that. I guess, like, setting up the dystopian future. That was a very 80s motif. Well, the, the writer of this movie, uh, he saw a poster for Blade Runner, and he was like, huh, well, he, a- he asked somebody, like, what's the movie about? He's like, oh, it's about a cop who hunts robots. And he was like, oh, well, what if the cop was a robot? Da-da-da-da. <laughs> So, yeah. It's not... They didn't rip off Inspector Gadget. Ha 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 ha. Lee defended in one of his favorite movies. Yay for Lee, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I guess... um, We'll talk about that in a bit. I'll talk a little bit about who's in it. Uh, It stars Peter Weller, who's sort of uh, a kind of famous sort of... Not famous, but (laughs) kind of, you know, he's a tough guy actor. Um, He's... Probably, you probably remember him from the movie Star Trek Into Darkness. A little bit. He's the admiral that is ultimately. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember him. That yeah, that's he definitely his, he gets his head crushed. But something yeah. that I remember off screen. Yeah. Um, something I remember. The, the thing I remember sucks. the most from my childhood, um, other than RoboCop, I would say, um, is uh, engineering an empire. Which was he was the host Whoa, of that. I never heard of that. And it was on the History Channel, and it was just like was he the narrator? Narrator, yeah, basically the okay. host narrator. And it was just a show that like uh, uh, talked about like how empires were built, and like then talked about that said empire. Oh, cool! It's a cool show, but I just remember like I recognize that voice. Yeah, I really like him in this movie. I think uh, he really works. His sort of his monotone, I think, works. Yeah. And, uh, he has it works good, with the robot voice. He's got a good chin, definitely. Yeah, that's all you got to see. one of the main reasons they picked him. Yeah. Originally, speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, they actually considered him for the, the role. But he was too big to fit in the RoboCop suit. Yeah. So they needed, they needed a guy with a sm- smaller frame. Yeah, and I don't know if Arnie would be good in it. No. He'd It'd be, just be like the Terminator. He'd be playing, yeah, he'd play, be playing it too much like the Terminator. He works as the Terminator. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just wouldn't work in this role. 
No. And he works as Douglas Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, Total Recall. No shit. That might be my favorite role. I of am his, you, actually. and you are me. Well, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Peter Weller's really great. Uh, you have the list of the the cast, right? I forget the Nancy Allen is the name Nancy of the, Allen, yeah. the female in this film. Mm. Uh, plays Officer Lewis. Yeah. Uh, who's one of the? She's one of the early like badass female characters in movies. It, it, yeah, say. and then she gets distracted by a big black dick. All right. Like and it's kind of that I I thought that really. was hilarious. Like, oh look how badass she is. She's a badass cop. She's on the streets fighting these guys. Oh, but a big black dick. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> that what? is kind of a dumb scene. And uh, yeah, and, and I just kind of thought it was kind of funny how close she was to Murphy after knowing him for like two hours. I well, get. I mean, where would where you're always talking to me about my f- movies like they just met how how, how could they feel but so they don't hard for each other? Fall in love? No, They're but like, like she's just like torn up by it and like then helps him escape and stuff and doing all these things. It's like you knew him for like half an hour. <laughs> Why do you feel so obligated to help him and right. ruin your career? And everything? I'm just I just thought it was funny. I was just like sitting there just thinking like Lee always comments on my movies how just like they only knew each other for like a day and now they're just like best buddies or falling in love and it's just like she's like giving up her entire cop career <laughs> over black dick and like a guy she knew for like an half an hour black dick. <laughs> like, well i think she almost died from that black dick <laughs> i think ultimately the reason why she cared so much when he became robocop was because i think she felt guilty about yeah because she looked know, at black dick and got knocked out for not being able to help him basically. yeah i don't know if she would have been able she just she and up as Robo Gal next to him, um, but you know what? I like her in the movie. I like when. <laughs> I oh like yeah, her, I do too. I like she's... her moment at the end when she uh, kills one of the bad guys. Yeah, that guy's like, "I did it, Johnny! I did it!" Clarence, <laughs> and the Clarence's like, "Oh shit!" Oh, that goes <laughs> yeah, my last friend, kind of friend. <laughs> uh, and then you got, uh, well, I'll talk about him. You got Daniel O. Dan O'Harely. Dan O'Harely. Okay. Uh, he plays uh, the old man, the 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 CEO of OCP. Oh, the the big boss. Yes, the main cheese, the guy who's. who's he's not. Very, he's not in the movie a lot, but he's. He's not, but he's sort of an interesting character. He's in the good scenes. He is. Like he's all yeah, and the board all the that poor board. guy is just like just. We'll talk about that scene. Let's not get into that <laughs> just yet. But uh, I think the the old man is sort of an interesting character though, because he's not totally like just money like grubby. I think he kind of does want to make. Yeah, he's like old. from Detroit and he wants to fix Detroit. Yes, but I'm making al- a new Detroit. But I also do. But think, he also like, still wants to make he money. He also is a cold corporate, you know. Yeah, that's why in leader. the sequel they just make. He's him. like the villain, and it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> There's some cool things in RoboCop too. It has its fans. Some people say it's better than the first one. I do not agree with that at all. I have to see it. Maybe we'll watch that. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but yeah, he, I think he's really good in the movie and the scenes that he's in. And then we'll, I guess, we'll talk about the pretty much the main villain of the movie, uh, Ronnie Cox, who plays Dick Jones, the the senior executive yeah. under the old man. Sorry, Dick. The real, the you know, he's like almost like a Lex Luthor type. Yeah, poor way. Bob, poor Bob Morton. 
played by Miguel Ferrer. Um, that's a fucked up death. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's a pretty fun character too. I like all the characters in this in this movie. They all yeah. kind of a didn't you say? Uh, I mean, are, are, is, I mean, even I remember. Isn't Ronnie Cox the villain from Total? Yes, he Recall? is. He plays Coigan. I'll be back in time to eat cornflakes. Give those people air. And yes, he has that cheesy ass fucking line. He's way more over the top in that movie than he is in this Because he's the main movie. one. But, but you could see it a little bit. But this movie, this is why I kind of like this movie better. It's a little bit more restrained. Um, and he's a lot more nuanced in this one. He's a lot more like a like a more threatening kind of villain. Yeah, when he comes up behind Bob in the beginning in the bathroom and he's oh, like... Oh, in the ba- Yeah, and he grabs the... You just fucked with the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little goofy, but... I like that scene. I don't know, I think it's a little goofy. It's like, get your hands off me, old man. Like, what the he fuck? He didn't wash his hands. Like, who grabs... He's taking his shit. <laughs> and just even what he said, it didn't sound intimidating to me. He didn't... He's not very intimidating to me. That's okay. why he's just... I really like cheesy him in this to me. movie. Uh, but then, Corn but what about villain. the other villain in this movie? Kurtwood Smith. Yes. The dad from Sad 70 Show playing Clarence Boddicker. He's like evil and sadistic, but like, I don't know, like everything about this movie, you built these things, like a lot of the things up about like how gory it is, violent, how evil and sadistic guy. I mean, he is, but like you don't see a whole lot. I think you see just enough to make you realize this guy is just a fucking That's the difference with us. Like we've seen like, you really like the subtle things, like barely seeing the thing happen. Unless barely it's like, see, <laughs> he fucking guns people down horribly and violently. When, uh, RoboCop's death, Murphy's okay, death, one guy, and then Morton. We see him shoot one guy. Morton. Okay, two guys. Uh, he shoots. What's his, her name? But Lewis? killing Morton, he's more like just a tool than really being a sadistic killer. He fucking like, he was told to do the knees. And yeah, he, he was told to do like, those things. He takes the the grenade and he pulls the pin out with his teeth. Okay, he's told to do all those things. Not like make it so like. Gr- I get it, he's sadistic in the, like what he's doing, but like he wouldn't just kill Bob for no fucking reason. Well, yeah, of course he was sent there and he's doing it for money, but you know he's just a heartless. That's what I'm just saying. Like he's not as like he's sadistic and like when he'll kill people and do whatever, but like he's not just like I mean I guess he is just murdering and raping, but like it's I don't know. It just he didn't seem as evil. He's I don't know. This whole movie is just cheesier. It takes all that away from me that you're getting, the cheesiness from it, the never-ending shuffle of RoboCop. (laughs) RoboCop will shuffle you to death. There's no escaping RoboCop shuffle. He's like a he's like Jason or Michael in those. Uh, slasher movies. Yep, he's just uh, you get you'll you'll drive like seven cars, get in a car, drive for like ten minutes one way, and then nope, he just shoveled his he's way right out the corner. On water like what Jesus. are you doing, too? <laughs> Stop there, criminal! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not arresting you anymore. I love that line. You're fired. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's pretty much like the main cast of this movie. I recognize some of the people in the gang. Um, a lot of them are, you know, sort of recognizable character actors. One of them's an actor from Twin Peaks, which is a show I've referenced on this podcast before in our very first episode because that had a cast member from Twin Peaks, uh, Ray Wise. He kind of plays like 
Clarence Boddicker is like number two. The Don't give me that fucking the, face. The guy who dies <laughs> in the end by the girl cop? Yeah. The guy's like, I got him, Clarence. I got him. Yeah, that guy. With his hair like almost ripped out. Yeah, he tries to kick RoboCop in the balls. And <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, it's a little cartoony. A little. There is, yes, this movie is sort of cartoonish. The mech trying to get down the stairs. I love that. I, I know, absolutely is, love that. It is funny. Like It's meant to be funny. It goes to show I think like, a lot yeah, of this corporate movie is wouldn't meant think to be about funny. it. Yeah, they didn't think that this thing would need to navigate like Obviously, stairs. Obviously, he made a, he cut a lot of corners on it just to make a bunch of money. Like he said, like it doesn't matter. Once it's on the contract. Who cares if it worked st- or not? <laughs> yeah, once the contract's signed, the government has to pay because they own everything. That's part of the, the commentary in this movie. It's talking about Boy. that sort of shit. Reaganomics and all that. Yeah. Um, It seems like there's almost like a 24-hour news cycle, it seems. Yeah, we're it's the beginning n- of that. It starts in the 80s. It's like yeah, where you, you, know, you get news, these fake news broadcasts that are like really like that will tell you, yeah. strange and fucked up. They'll tell you these horrible things, but with like but smiles on their face. But they're like smiling. Like <laughs> it's really cold and creepy. And it, I, I think it just adds a whole other layer to this movie. I would say this movie is probably the most satirical of all of the... Well, no, Starship Troopers is probably more satirical than this movie. Because people didn't get that movie at first. Yeah, they don't understand that the book it was based off was real hardcore propaganda, fascist propaganda. If you thought yeah, what his movie was propaganda, fascist propaganda, you don't understand he's making fun of it all. He's like making it blatant obvious. Like, look at these Nazis. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at them fuck yeah. up. Like, and you almost start feeling bad for the bugs. His adventure is like, what did the bugs even do? Exactly. It's like this was possibly a manufactured war. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It's like, but this movie, Total Recall, I feel like, it has some, like, elements that, you know, like, maybe the whole thing could have been a dream. At the end, it has that whole element yeah. to it. I don't think it was, but. But I think that's mainly just a. You know, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi, violent as fuck. Yeah, sci-fi action movie. That movie's way more violent. I yeah, think, the scene when movie. they like he hallucinates they fall out of Mars. And <laughs> no, the scene on the escalator where they use that fucking innocent guy as a fucking human shield. Oh yeah. When he just gets riddled with bullets, everyone's just ducking. He's like, what? What? <laughs> And then Arnold's like, <laughs> or a lot of people fucking uh, the the taxi guy gets killed with a drill. He's like, no, no. <laughs> it's a brutal fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's a great. Mo- I love Total Recall. You got the girl with three again, titties. You know, it's the 30th anniversary of that movie. It came out in 1990. The three titty movie. The three titty movie. Which they had that in Total Recall, but you didn't see it. The, the remake. Yeah, the remake. Oh God. <laughs> Why even have it then? <laughs> You can't even show it? Fuck you. Like he saw Fuck that it. The shit. main character did, I think. Nobody saw that fucking movie. I know. Good riddance. No one watches movies with When Jessica people Biel think anymore. Total Recall, they think of the Arnold one. Thank God. Yes. When people think Robocop, they think of this movie because everyone forgot about that shitty yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't even too. remember that Australian actor who was in it. <laughs> Who's in Suicide Squad. He was trying to be another Chris Hemsworth. I, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We really uh went around. Um, yeah, I guess uh I'll kind of go into why I picked it. Yeah. Um, because uh 
I kind of been picking, you know, some more, uh, I guess you would say more sophisticated fare from, uh, you know, filmmakers like Quentin Tarantino and Paul Thomas Anderson and Spike Lee. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, they're more like sort of character, like dramas and stuff like that. Yeah. Not a lot of action. No action. Except maybe in Reservoir Dogs, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You hated that movie. Action, sure, yeah. Um, but I wanted to go with something that, you know, some, I think this is a movie I think, you know, you, you, to this day, I think if you say the title, I think people still kind of like snicker at you. Like, (laughs) you think that's a great movie? Yeah. Um, Robocop. Yeah. And I just, I wanted to talk about it because I do think that there are themes in this movie and. I wouldn't say it has a message. You always say that my movies have a message. It sounds like you're trying to push a message. It's not. No, I do think that there are interesting themes. We will always see a message in his movies. <laughs> message. <laughs> message. It's like that scene from Don't Be a Menace in the South. Yeah, message. <laughs> I mean, you even, you're like, uh, uh, you. what do you mean? Like, you, even when you were describing your movie, you described it as like, oh, it's commentary on corporate greed and all these, all these messages. <laughs> like, okay. Even when you pick a movie for no message, you're like, well, I'll find the message. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's, a think, it's the thinking man's action movie. <laughs> yeah, RoboCop. Yeah. Shooting dicks. Shooting dicks off and people just getting blown away by giant robots. Do cocaine. It's just the eighties. You gotta have the you gotta have the scene in an eighties movie where they're doing a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. I fucking I discovered this movie when I was twelve years old. I was just flipping through the movie channels randomly in one of my days where I couldn't sleep. Because I always used to have days like that. Uh, when I was younger, I would just stay up until the wee hours of the morning and just watch whatever random movie caught my attention. <laughs> and uh, this movie was just starting. I was like, RoboCop? What could this possibly be? <laughs> um, I'm 12-year-old Lee. <laughs> I'm 12 years old, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I got a boner. Where's this? <laughs> From all the violence. <laughs> and then... Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, when I saw the scene of the guy getting blown away by Ed 209, I was like, I laughed and I was like engaged somehow. You laughed at that scene? It's kind of funny. It's so over the top. It's so fucked up that, you know, you can't help but just. Evil little 12 year old Lee. (laughs) I laughed. Just imagine it. I laughed at it while we were watching it. I, I still it. laugh at that scene. I, I mean, like, it is horrifying. Oh it is definitely horrifying. And I think we watched the extended edition, by the way. Yeah, where, with all the extra blood and violence. Where, yeah, the movie isn't, like, they didn't add any more scene, like deleted scenes into it. It's just lingers more on the violence. Yeah, it's the N17 it's Paul, version. It's Paul Verhoeven's, you know, complete. Vision, the way he intended. Even though, like like you said, like I said, I've seen much gorier movies nowadays. Yeah, I would say so. It's definitely, you know. Like, tame. this movie wouldn't get an N17 nowadays. No, it would just be rated R. Yeah. Still, you know, I really enjoy the over-the-top over, over the top violence in this movie. Um, 
you know that's that scene is like you know I think it contrasts with the the death of Murphy, um, which is like only a couple scenes later actually, um, where that scene I think is played for laughs, especially when um, Bob Morton's like we well, need to call a goddamn paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's meant to be funny, but then Murphy's death scene is brutal, and I don't laugh at that. You were laughing at that. A little because it looked a little cheesy when he's got one arm, and he's just like, <laughs> and they're shooting him, like, excessively with shotguns. It would have been I, one thing if they all had pistols and were shooting him, but they're shooting him with pump-action shotguns, shotguns yeah. a lot. Like, they're all, like, they shot him each, like, ten times, and he's just like, oh, 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 for, like, a minute. Like, you couldn't even it's, shoot shotguns that long. It was, it was torture, you know? It's torture if it was real, but, like, you would get shot... He would have died from his arm being blown off. He would have gone in shock and just collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, and then just been dead. <laughs> like, but, you know, I feel like this movie... It takes, I get it. It's a movie. It takes place in Robocop. more of a, a heightened, almost sort of like, I guess you'd say almost like a comic book kind of reality. In a, a way. little bit. Like, like the a, end scene when that guy gets, like, covered in toxic waste and turns all mutated. That's not what actually would happen. No. <laughs> that's no. what they thought it would happen in the 80s. But that's such a great scene, though. It is. Oh, help me, dude. Get off of me. Get, <laughs> get off me, man. You're, you're, you're liquefied. And he pops like oh, a balloon. God, I love it. I love it so much. That is a good scene. I mean, I don't hate the movie. I know you don't. I'm surprised. Oh, I didn't think you would hate it, but I thought you were just kind of kind of like sniff at it. Like I thought I'd like it. I mean, I w- I just I compare it to like Total Recall, so that's why I'm just a little more disappointed with it because the character Total Recall has romance. It has the crazy. It has Arnie in it. It has a lot more character. He's the more yeah. He's the everyman. He's more identifiable. Yeah, there's I, I the, want you know. There's a lot movie. more like fun scenes with him where he's pulling the thing out of his head, the tracker out of his head, or he's talking he to himself. Get your ass to Moss. Yeah. No shit. You know, and he's in, you know, you got the scenes where he's like, ah, 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 ah when he's on the surface <laughs> of Mars. I want a divorce. <laughs> like, no, consider, consider, this consider a div- that a divorce after he shoots, shoots her Sharon her Stone. <laughs> Blows her head off. Oh, man. And then I, I like, I like the scene. This is kind of a random part, a random scene, but I like when he's getting grabbed by his, like, construction worker friend. <laughs> Uh, when they f- went after he goes to recall, he's like, we told you not to go to recall. He's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Ah, yeah, ah. Like, everyone in his life just turns out to be like a spy rat around him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> his wife. And so <laughs> that's why in the end you're just like, is it, was it just the thing that they said they were going to give him? <laughs> uh, that's a fun movie. It is. But, uh, this was a fun movie too. This has fun, like. Yeah, but it's definitely like I get what you mean. Is this one has a much darker undertone? Definitely, but that's more why I satirical. think I think Total Recall was a bigger hit. It was a huge hit because it was that, more fun. That movie made I think it was like for the time it was like probably the biggest movie of that year. Yeah, it had a it I mean, like two hundred two hundred million dollars. I think it made. had a big budget for the time. Forty million, I think. God, what the fuck? <laughs> what they could do with forty million back in the day. Well, I mean, you look at that movie; it looks pretty expensive for the time. It even has early CGI. That's what I'm saying. 
like it has such big elaborate sets. Like this one, I mean, even this one, it only had a yeah. budget of uh, thirteen million. But it's you it got looks, some pretty it looks elaborate. Like it's a little bit more expensive than that, don't you think? They put a little bit more, but I mean, I know you know you're you know you're spoiled by modern standards. Yeah, like you only see ever you only ever see like six cop cars because they can never show more <laughs> than that because they don't have more than that. You know, and the, when you look at the. I don't know if you were looking at the backgrounds carefully, but they're they're all paintings. Yeah, they're matte paintings. As they yeah, all because it's a fake Detroit. Yeah, um, fake Delta City. But you know, you hardly you hardly notice it, and I think yeah, you're not paying attention to that stuff. And a lot of it's like indoors or like shootings happening. What do you think of the RoboCop costume? It looks cool. He does. I think he? it looks cooler than like the future new one. I like a Which thousand is, times better. They just make him look like a Terminator. He just looks. Oh, he's he's black. They make him black, and he can move. Which I mean, maybe, <laughs> he that, maybe he's more practical. Yeah, and yeah. He's got a motorcycle. I get that. You know, remakes can be better than the original sometimes. Like you see, yeah, like the shuffle. That's what we've been talking about. Like in reality, like he would. I mean, I, I get know. it. He's indestructible, but like it's the one, it's the ding on the perfection in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, also because. He's not indestructible. You just get ten guys with like big machine guns, circle him, and just shoot him until he's fucking down to the ground, and well, he'll yeah. die. The, yeah, the, well, he has the whole pol- like police force, or that whatever down. one police force that's like the response police force that always shows up. To yeah, the ones who are it's not really, really a police force the ones or anything. Who really, just do the OCP's bidding. Yeah, there's trouble in the tower. <laughs> <laughs> get down here, help me. Um. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Lee's notes. Always go to the notes. The many, many notes. One thing that uh, kind of like ties this in with Paul Verhoeven's other movies is that you had that one random scene in the beginning of the uh, the coed showers. That and then you oh know, yeah yeah Starship Troopers because he always shows like a future where it's like oh g- there's still genders don't gender like stereotypes don't matter. Right, yeah. Like everyone There's just no trans people in the future though, apparently. Well, because they didn't even know about it then. <laughs> okay. How are you gonna have trans people in the future if you don't know about them then? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but like, yeah, like there's just no like they don't care that there's titties because it's like whatever. That's just another. F- that's just a cop. That's just my female cop. Yeah. Partner. Or you know we're in the military together. And, yeah. And Starship Troopers. Yeah, he had this thing like a professionalism. Professionalism and just like not. Taking, you know, stripping away like the all the fucking barriers that we have today. Yeah, that's and how you make the perfect he's, cop, the perfect he's from soldier. Europe, so of course, you know, is a little bit more open to that. A little kind more of socialist. Stuff. <laughs> Left his pig. He grew up uh, during uh, uh, World War Two, and he saw the Nazis going through uh, like his town and like killing people. He saw a lot of. Really horrible things. That's probably how he could have been. That's probably why he wanted to show violence because he's like, violence Ex- is like real and it's mm-hmm. horrible. It's not something like some guy gets shot and goes like, ooh, chocolate sauce like flips, like yeah. pulls around him a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. He wanted to show that there's real implications. I mean, I mean it's it also can, violence it can, doesn't always look like the way it can be, he shows it. It could be fun and over the top. He basically said in an interview once, I just like violence. <laughs> Yeah, I like, like showing it. To one of the he's like Tarantino. Shoot out like a he's fountain. very, he's very similar to Quentin Tarantino in that way. That Tarantino is like a 
like a cheerleader for movie violence. Yes. You know, because you, it's a place where you can go over top and like it's not real. It's a movie. It's simulated. Yeah. And you can make it like over the top and not like. Yeah. When you stab realistic. someone or in the neck or cut their head off, it doesn't squirt like a fucking water fountain. Like No. And when people get shot, they go and, when, and blood, you know, just, just exploding out. out like fucking like water balloons. No, you just fall. Yeah, <laughs> and chunks might get blown off, but, but it's gonna look a lot. It'll worse. happen. It happens really quickly. Yeah, but in this movie, he's lingering on the violence. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about. Is there anything in particular that you? Because uh, I know you were actually taking some notes during this movie. <laughs> what about the? What about the action scenes? Did you, do you enjoy the action scenes? I do, but like, like it's just my common. It's just he's not very intimidating. He's just shuffler. Like he can't <laughs> move very much, and it's very obvious that he can't. He's just targeting. He says, "No, no, no, no." But like that's why he's indestructible. He's just like this indestructible tank that you yeah. can't stop. But eventually, I feel like criminals will be like, "I know, just shoot him with an RPG." Like, like shoot him in the mouth. Shoot it's him exposed. in the mouth. <laughs> or, yeah, they you'd figure him out easily. Drop him in a hole, and he can't get out. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just fucked. He's just like, hey, dude, dude. <laughs> hey get me out of here. <laughs> That's why it was just like, I couldn't, like, I don't see, like, the seriousness that you see. Because I'm just like, this is so cheesy. Like, I get it. And even, like, I mean, uh, one thing. It's meant to sort of be silly a little bit, though. Yeah, that's why, like, I wish it was a little more, like, Total Recall. So it would okay. be more fun. Okay. I think with this movie, though, I think they were just so afraid that people were already going to just be like this Dismissive of it and think it's yeah. like a joke. They, so they wanted, wanted to make it a they, little they, serious. They really, yeah, they really took this. They wanted to take this movie seriously. Yeah. But it's still fun, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's still got it's the, not because like, it's made in the 80s. I feel like the 2014 version is probably the more like it more takes itself super seriously. Yeah. Cause and like, that movie tries to be more like current... Yeah, because when they made were made serious action movies in the eighties, they were serious, but they were still like crazy, goofy, over the top action still movies. Focused on the action. Yeah, when you make a serious movie, action movie nowadays, you make it realistic, which isn't you know, always fun. This this movie came out the same year as Predator. Um, oh. Maybe that's is, why Artie was busy a little too. That that might have been yeah. That might have been the case. Um, and I think it would have been much worse for his career if he had done... Not like it would have been bad for his career to do no, Robocop, Predator but was a big hit. Yeah, that's why I'm... Like, missing out on and Predator you know would have been big for Predator him. Predator is actually a very clever movie. It's yeah. a very well-written movie, actually. Yeah, that series goes weird, especially with, like, <laughs> with Dan... The alien the, movie. Uh, Predator 2, when he's in the city. Oh, yes. And he fights I've the, kind of the black cop from um, uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and... Uh, uh, what's his name? Danny Glover's in it. Yeah, he's the he's the, the lead. cop from. Uh, uh, yeah, he's Weapon. Murtaugh. Yeah, and he's so and he fights the predator, he fights and he kills one, and the ending, and then like there's like seventeen predators. He, and he's they like, give him like a weapon or from something. From the, we- the Western times, like yeah. yo, you're a powerful warrior. But you see all the skulls, like all the trophies of all the things that they've killed. You see the alien skull. Yeah, it was setting up Alien versus Predator even back then. I know. Too bad we didn't get it back then. It probably would have been better. Probably. It would have been R-rated and cool. Yeah. It, been, <laughs> it probably would have been a lot harder to do back then, too. No, I mean, they had the costumes already. 
don't know. That's a discussion for another time. Yeah, but one thing that like, like uh, the, the, that also that adds to like my thoughts of just like how much of a joke this movie is a little bit is like when he shoots the guy in the dick, and then I just think about the dick shooting parody. Well, that's just because that's a thing that came out after. I know, but they do it so well, and it's like that could fit in the movie, you know, because it's that cheesy and over the top. Robocop. Do you know that was actually part of like this? weird like film project that all these different like filmmakers like collaborated on where they would make different they would remake different parts of RoboCop in their own like style. Oh, and they made a whole movie of it? And, yeah, and it was like combined like they combined all these different scenes that they each uh shot. It's all this weird RoboCop. And then movies. you know that guy decided to shoot a parody scene of the dick shooting scene and just took it to the nth degree. Where these people keep coming and they keep getting and dick shot, dick <laughs> shot, dick shot. Have you ever watched that movie? I haven't watched the whole thing, but I, I want found to. out. I found out it's called My Robocop Remake. Because it seems weird. It seems like it's a very interesting, weird art There'd be project. parts where it's like super dark and twisty and, or like a rom-com or something maybe. Yeah. Or, I would be interested to see like what it what that is, and I think they also did that with Shrek too. What my Shrek remake? Yeah, like a live action, live action animation, probably so, different. So RoboCop might have. Uh, that sounds cool. I kind of want to watch that someday. It sounds like a weird little art art project. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch it. But uh, <laughs> that's that is a pretty amazing scene, though. Yeah, it is. Cause she's like, "You helped me! Oh my god!" And he's like, "Ma'am, you have been, you have been in a traumatic event. I have contacted the rape center. <laughs> you have suffered like, an fuck? emotional shock. I will call a rape crisis center." And it's just so cold. And <laughs> I mean, it's meant to be kind of funny. Just yeah, her reaction. I mean, he just shot through her legs into a guy's dick, and you see his balls is hanging out, <laughs> all blown and up. That, and and that other punk that he was with. Like, was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not in the parody though. <laughs> shoots him too. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't watched that clip in a while. I think we saw it. I first saw it on good old classic E fuck. Oh boy. <laughs> it was like a RoboCop that they. Uh, it was like the title was like RoboCop. They didn't show us. <laughs> yeah. Or like or it was like RoboCop porn parody question <laughs> mark. It wasn't really a porn parody. No, it wasn't. It was just a really just ruined dick parody. It was a very faithful recreation of what that what Paul Verhoeven would probably. But one create. oh one thing I wanted to talk about a comment yeah. about uh that I mean just because you love them so much was the robots the oh, mechs Ed two oh nine and like I was just like why did they make animal noises <laughs> like I get the roaring a little bit but it's I weird that you would want police. Like mechs that would go rawr like a lion or tiger, but then like I, why did it when it get hurt start squealing like a pig? I think it's a throwback and a tribute to the movies of a of a filmmaker. Well, it wasn't really a filmmaker; he was a special effects artist who was famous for working with like stop motion and all that. His name is Ray Harryhausen, and you know he would make movies about like monsters and stuff like that, and you know. People would think those movies are pretty goofy now. And, you know, the way that, you know, the thing kind of moves and roars, it's supposed to sort of be like a, I think, like a creature in a way. Yeah. So maybe, like, it was sort of a throwback to that. The pig noises were just so weird. 
When it was, yeah, when it falls down the He's stairs. Like, what the fuck? Like, why is it making pig noises? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, there's little weird things like that I kind of like. I find it charming. Because it's like now, like movies nowadays are so like polished and feel like they're Yeah, I don't want the intimidating mech that I'm supposed to be scared of. To You're be not going, supposed to be scared of Ed, o- Ed 209. Well, maybe not, but also just I, it's a, I don't want pig squealing in my movie <laughs> from a robot. It doesn't make any sense. I get it. But like I, I, I get it. I get how you like that. But I also I like the polished version where they don't have that. Where the studio sees that and goes like, or some producer goes like, why do you put pig noises? Oh, I thought it'd be kind of like a throwback. No, take it out. <laughs> no, take okay. it out. Yeah, you're right. You Wow, you have that producer mindset. <laughs> and I have Take it out. It's going to annoy the mass audience. <laughs> <laughs> but the, thir- the other guy in the back is going to love it. <laughs> the one guy that I Fuck him and his icy. <laughs> That's me. Just talking about me, everybody. Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> How many pages of notes do you have on Robocop? This is the problem, guys, everybody. This is the thing, everybody. Lee will watch the movie before we watch it and have his pre notes. I do not do that. <laughs> so they're like, he'll have just pages of notes. That's why it always seems like. Or it is doesn't seem like he will always have more information about oh, his movies on me. Yeah, definitely. That I do, because I'll take my notes I'd, during the movie. But I like to enjoy the movie. I guess that's why you watch. I li- you know yeah I just I've pre watch it, but I like to get the. Uh, well, no, it's good for you because I don't do th- I sort of do this. No, I don't. No, I sort of I take notes while we're watching your movie for the first time. Yeah, I do this, too, but what I mean is I like even when it's my movie, I don't want to re pre watch it before. Right? Yeah, I want you don't. Yeah, you don't do that with your movie because I like the because I haven't seen any of the movies I've shown you in a long time either, and I want just to be just excited about it when I talk about the podcast. Right. But I understand you watch. You're much more of a cinephile, so you've seen these movies so many mm. times. It doesn't matter yes. if you watch it one more time before you watch it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And this is because you can appreciate much more of the details, the actual movie making. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, ha- I don't know any of that about my movies. Like right. the producer of the fucking of <laughs> uh, uh, Land of the Lost. Like, uh, did you know in this scene right here? Like, yeah. But, but I'm not a cinephile. Right. Yeah. You don't really have that that interest in you know. Yeah. The I just like, the movie go like, boom, like, bam, boom. <laughs> the movie was entertaining. Make me laugh. Will Ferrell. Yeah, the is funny the movie thing. entertaining? Okay. <laughs> Whatever box that is, is it this movie made me laugh? This movie make me uh, step like be like want to crawl out of my skin the whole time, give me goosebumps the whole time. Does this movie make me just fucking feel like yeah. a badass, want to go drift my car? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, movies are supposed to engage you on an emotional level, and you know, I appreciate you know movies that you know just sort of. Uh, are kind of simple, you know, and this is this is not a super complex movie. No, uh, even though I, it does have some, you know, messages themes and messages, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is ultimately a movie that's focused on entertaining you. This is, uh, you know, it's of that violent '80s action movie ilk. You know, this movie came out, like I said, the same year as uh, Predator. Same year as the second Rambo movie, where it became Had a lot of competition. It did, and this was a super low budget movie. 
Well, not super low budget. Thirteen million for back then would have been like a decent movie. Yeah, would have been an average movie. You know, and it was profitable. It made fifty. Yeah, it made fifty three point four million dollars. So this is basically like like sort of like a higher budgeted B movie. Yeah, but then like it's so sad. Cut to the third one. $22 $22 million, du- nearly double the budget, and then it only made like $10 Because it was garbage. <laughs> hot Robocop, fire garbage. Hot, oh, God. RoboCop 3 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I didn't even, I don't think I've ever even finished it. Um, It's Pete, one, for one thing, they made it PG-13, so... No it more. was probably like the the because in the nineties like the Republicans were just like censoring everything. <laughs> I don't know. It's why you, you you had the war against Howard Stern. I mean, I guess Stewart, because it had a Howard bigger... Stern. Howard. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Yeah, during the nineties, the Republicans were always like finding him because the Republicans controlled the FCC in the nineties. Well, yeah. And they were always Boo. Just Boo fart, censorship. Fart, fart farts. You know, you see that happen in a lot of like ongoing like action trilogies it's like something like they'll do like oh not a lot of people want to see the third one how do we make bigger audience we'll get the teenagers and the kids yeah let's make it pe- like lethal weapon 4 is pg-13 and oh, it's like oh it's garbage because there's no more cursing it's like well they said fuck, fuck before this why did they stop saying fuck and why isn't there any violence <laughs> yeah like why is the violence like off camera now yeah or why is there no blood yeah and and also these are two old men (laughs) yeah lethal weapon four didn't need to be made no lethal weapon three (laughs) it should have just been a trilogy never seen lethal weapon three i I love the three i love the i love that series well, yeah. As you can tell, people, maybe we love our movie. We, I mean, uh, maybe there'll be a movie we watch. Maybe one day I'll pick three. it. But as you can tell, people, we do like our violent movies. I like yes, just not violent in like oh we love. Uh, I don't like torture, torture porn. No, I'm not into that sort. Of no, thing. neither am I. I don't like that because I don't like seeing pain when it's like. It's if it's like a it's war just, thing, it's different. Or if it's like, oh, cops and drug dealers shoot like each this. other. But yeah. when it's like just some guy slicing a little girl's face, you're just like, I, I don't, I don't. Or you know, someone getting their ankles sliced. Yeah, like saw or something. I don't. Hostile. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, this is like over. Like the top. that scene in Hostile Two where the girls like hung upside yeah, down. Yeah, I don't like that scene. Cause yeah. then also bad actress to pick for that scene because we all know her as the happy like ha 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 princess bride oh, God. and then we're seeing her get her fucking tits sliced off well, maybe and her throat slit and maybe that was what he was going for the director kill the most innocent thing you've seen <laughs> I, I don't i saw that movie in theaters i remember god that you saw that in theaters really little tangent fucking 13 years old middle school hanging out with logan lenane like oh whoops uh oh uh, whatever. No one's listening to this goddamn shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> hanging out with him. We're hanging out like just we wanted to go to a movie. And this was back when Pickford, when you could uh, sneak people in. I remember we snuck some people in and we went and saw Hostel. And this is when Zune was out. I remember oh, my God. friend had a Zune. Zune. <laughs> like people would either get a Zune or they get We're an so iPhone. Old. God, we are. The kid Gen Z don't even know what Zunes are. But um, I remember we saw it, and that, that movie, you know how that movie ends with the guy getting his dick cut off and fed to the dogs? Yeah. And she goes, here's your like dead kill or whatever. I hate that. I remember then the movie, all the boys, little 13-year-old boys walking out of that going like, yeah, man, I'd rather just die than get my dick cut off. And then L- my friend, L- the L word, L- Logan, fucking... Was just like he, because he was gay back then, and he was so confused about his sexuality. So for like a minute, he was almost like asexual, I think. 
because he wasn't like a straight guy who was like his, like he wasn't a straight little thirteen year old boy like his whole life was his dick. Right. Like he was just like gay. He's like, oh, I just get fucked in the ass or suck dick or something. Or he was just confused. I don't. I think because he was just like, oh, you don't need a dick. And we were all like, what? You need a dick, man. I'd rather blow off my head than that head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I remember that scene was the scene that affected all us little boys the most. When that happened, all the boys were like, oh, oh no. <laughs> that scene that affects any seeing a hostile, man. stupid ass shit movie. Yeah, hostile sucks. I think the way no, I think the way we snuck into that was we bought movie tickets for a different movie and then we went into that one because we couldn't see rated R movies. But yeah, that was back you when you could it. do it because they didn't care as much until moms nagged all the time. <laughs> Fucking moms against fun. Always ruining our fun. But yeah, sorry, end of that tangent. <laughs> that was any, a hell uh, of a tangent. Any uh, notes you want to end us on? Any last little things you want to say? We're not like completely done, but well, um, getting in towards the wrap up time. There's a there's a couple things. Um, this movie kind of has some like sort of tech technology in it, where like it actually sort of came to pass. Like the uh, the discs that play, you know, like recorded messages, you know, DVDs, basically. Um, maybe they don't really work the way the DVDs work, but you know, the idea of a a disc that you could, you know. Well, yeah, I'm sure ho- people on. in Hollywood have had like the inside track on like the newest technology. And anybody was like, "Bro, we're gonna have this in our movie. This is the hottest shit." Yeah, because <laughs> like DVDs come out like fucking five years later. No, this is 1987. When did DVDs come? DVDs came out like at the end of the 90s, like 1999, I think. Okay. But still, I, I feel like they were, I mean, probably working on them. They had like rudimentary yeah, yeah, yeah. DVDs. Right. Or whatever they would be. You know, and then they also have USB. Although it's not a US, there are no, no USB. Stick. <laughs> There's no USB cords in it, but Robocop's death. Spike that he uses to murder the bad guy. Because they knew the like there was gonna be something you needed to like access, uh, like the computer as a robot. I bet in the new one he has like a little USB like pop out and he just can be hilarious. He just plugs in, or like, it's probably more futuristic where he just like puts his hand and like or something stupid, boring, boring. No death stick. No death spike. Which is like so over the top. Like that's what you use to access the computer. Yeah. It's so convenient. You can also use that to stab people in the throat. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love when uh, that nerdy policeman is uh, like, hey, "You can't go in there. Stop like, it!" Sh-. And he just yeah, he's like, like he flips him off. off. Yeah, yeah. It's that's great. Like, what are you gonna do? I'm a robot man. <laughs> I could kill every cop here, and none of you could stop me. He could. He very much could. It's almost sort of like a Frankenstein story in a way. I know, and it's weird, like, for some reason, like, the, the cops never hate RoboCop. They're not like, the ones in his precinct. They're like, when they're about to shoot him, they're like, well, come on, man, he's a cop. And they're like, oh, this is messed up, man. You guys are maniacs. Yeah, and they just start shooting him. Yeah. And then the police go on strike. Yeah. That's sort of an interesting, like, situation that's sort of building up through the whole movie. Yeah, they don't talk about it because the cops are just getting murdered. Like, they're just, yeah. It's a fucking war, and they're losing it. And they're just like, well, Fuck this! No one's looking out after us. The corporation doesn't give a shit. They're fucking make. They're making robot cops using dead police officers to do it. Yeah, like is that what they're gonna do to us? Is that what we signed? Like fuck that! We want these contracts changed. <laughs> yeah, and the situation is still that situation's still sort of going on in the second one too. I bet. Um, it doesn't get resolved. Doesn't just get he kills resolved. like one criminal bad guy. 
Yeah, everything almost seems to get sort of set to zero in the second one, almost. Um, it's just way more cartoony. He just gave him a bigger budget and was like, do the same thing. Yeah, it's still violent as fuck, though. There's, oh, I'm sure. There's one really great scene in that movie. Um, I don't know if I want to spoil it, <laughs> but I guess I'll talk. Ah, eh, fuck it. Uh, there's a scene where they're, like, testing out new RoboCops. <laughs> To get a new model out there, because because Ro- I guess RoboCop is starting to go haywire in the second one. Um, so they're literally like the title of RoboCop Two is actually literal. They're looking for a RoboCop Two model, oh. and so and there's this scene where they're testing out all these different models of all these different like Dead copses, cops. cops that they've uh, you know r- resurrected the corpses of. <laughs> And it's just this horrible montage of these cops, like, killing themselves. And there's this one who's, like, has a skeleton face. He pulls his helmet off, and he's, like, screaming, like, ah! And he falls over. (laughs) There's one where, like, uh, one of them, like, takes his gun out and shoots the scientists that are in there with him and then shoots himself. And then the, (laughs) the old man's all, like, the old man is there, and he's watching it, and he's just, like, shaking his head it's like that scene where uh the the dude gets shot yeah it's he's just like oh i'm just disappointed <laughs> just disappointed this ain't working out <laughs> <laughs> it's going to it's going to cost us 50 million dollars in interest payments alone yeah it's all about the money yeah it's <laughs> you always have yeah. to have that guy he's even more so in that movie I'm it's sure. kind of depressing because because <laughs> you liked him in the first one a bit, yeah. Because he was more interest, a more interesting, nuanced character. Yeah, but he was also about the greed. I mean, like, he shows greed. in that one. I mean, he didn't care that guy just got murdered in front of him. No, he's more in. in he's he was, more mad that the robot's not working right, and that he has to pay money probably to the family and the all the things like the fallout they're gonna have from that. Yeah, they probably had to spin it. Yeah, spin like, oh, that story. it died in an accident. Yeah, and it was kind of, but like. You didn't have to be put in that situation. Don't you think it was really fucked up in that scene where, like, the scientists are, like, pulling the cords out of the, the control panel? They're trying to get it to stop. They're just desperately, like, just stop it before it goes and off. Just, and, then, and, then and he's screaming while he's getting shot for a minute, for a couple seconds, and then it's just <laughs> He's just dead. And, then just blah, 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 blah. and, like, we saw the extended version, so you see the part where his legs get fucking, like, blown off, basically. Yeah, he's just like, and then one guy's like, call an ambulance, don't touch him. And it's like, he's he's a hamburger. Somebody call a goddamn paramedic. He's a hamburger. <laughs> Swiss cheese. Yeah, that fucking guy was dead. Uh, but, I mean, it is, that is a funny scene. Or not a funny scene, but a good scene. It's, but it's fucked up. It's scene. one of the most iconic, it's probably one of the most iconic scenes in the movie. There's a lot of really memorable. I know, like the face they all make when he when he like puts the gun down. He's like, "You have 15 seconds." And they're like, "I put the gun down." (laughs) (laughs) And then that's when they start like desperately just start pressing. And even and then the even the evil guy, like the other evil executive, is like, "Uh oh." He's like, "Better get out of here!" Oh shit! This isn't this isn't working. And they're all like, "Get away from me, fuck face!" (laughs) (laughs) They just push him in the way. It's it's really whatever. We all gonna die? It's like fuck that. Just trying to shoot you. (laughs) oh one for all so fucked up and then yeah the the scene like right after like uh bob morton swoops in he's like yeah he doesn't i'm sure it was only a glitch you call this a glitch yeah he doesn't even care that his friend died he's just like oh i can now uh usurp the old man or the 
Dick Jones. Yeah, yeah the, old, the old man. He calls him old and washed up. and Yeah. And that's when he's like, yeah, we used to call the boss man old man too. <laughs> Boner. Sometimes. Boner. Iron butt. Iron. No, sometimes I used to call him asshole. <laughs> but there was always respect. <laughs> you just crossed the line, buddy boy. <laughs> yeah, like by talking shit behind his back. Calling him old fuckface. While he was taking shit. Because he probably wouldn't have killed him if he hadn't been talking shit right there. He was a young, cocky executive. He's making his way up in the company. He would have seen it. But whatever. But yeah, it's like it's funny. Like he swoops in, he's like, I got the Robocop program. Let's uh maybe let's try that out. And he's like, Maybe we need a fresh perspective. And then you have that scene in the elevator right after and there's like, well, it's too bad about that guy, right? And he's like, well, that's life in the big city. This <laughs> he's is just getting he, shot by robots. <laughs> he's watched a man horribly die. Fucking brutally turned into hamburger while he screamed <laughs> to stop. Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, and like you said, this movie's got some good quotes. I wrote down a couple. Uh... Where's the backup? I pointed this one out just because it was just so like. Because the mugged. line delivery is really. Where's bad. the backup central? Oh man. <laughs> oh, there is no backup. Oh man. Yeah, the delivery of that line is pretty bad. Well, not bad, but just weirdly flat. Yeah, it's uh, you can tell it's one of those scenes where they added in later. They were watching and they're like, "Oh, yeah. we need to say something right here." That was, yeah, and, that was the dubbing. Oh man, <laughs> like and they just it had him in 80, like a yeah ADR yeah. Oh man. <laughs> What's another quote, though? Um, yeah, this movie just had movie. This movie had a lot of those like scenes, like uh, uh, oh, lines yeah. that would be delivered. Like ADR, that. There are a lot of ADR lines. I noticed that. Uh, like I when always, that, I always hate that in movies because it's always so obvious. How can you not make it not obvious? They always make it so it sounds like quieter than like they were just saying, or louder, or it's always like you can tell they like. I just you could even see, in modern yeah. movies, I'm just like, why is this like? How can it not be done well yet? And you could just tell, like, when it's the back of their head, and you're like, because they moving. always add it in, and like, you know, sometimes the last second. Yeah, because you're just like, I can see the actor's you head finish this movie the, at a certain time. The, they're having him say a bunch of things, but the actor's head's not moving at all. It's just the back of his head, and you're just like, what the fuck's happening right now? Like, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, another quote. Uh, oh, uh, there's a new guy in town, Same. and his name is RoboCop. Yeah, that's Bob when he was uh, fucking with Dick. When he thought he was no, he was no, he was uh, talking to the the news. He was on the news. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And this is what it was right after the montage of that was when he was a fool and he spent his money on hookers and cocaine and should have spent it on bodyguards and assassins. (laughs) That's what I would have had. Because then that guy can't come into your fucking house. (laughs) Exactly. Comes in and there's three big black guys that shoot. Fortify your shit. That would have been hilarious. Like that sadistic guy comes in to do a murder job and then a fucking just some big black guy just out of nowhere just grabs him and just, what the fuck? (laughs) Breaks his neck and the movie is just about Bob being the main villain. Like, you fucking He was sort of on his way to becoming. He would have been. He was probably a young uh, version of that other guy. Pretty much. Um, Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Oh, who are you? <laughs> yeah, like, who, who are you? He's like screaming in his robot voice. <laughs> um, that part's fun. I'm cashing you out, Bob. I'm I actually cash- like that one. It's when he's badass. like playing the like, that's so evil. I always love the evil badass mayor type being the like over the top badass. And he's just, he that's how lines. badass, that's how a villain should be. You have your assassin go there and he pops in a DVD of a pre-recording you talking and you go, 
Bet you're on your knees now, aren't you, Bob? <laughs> and he's just blown out knees on the ground. And you just like, and then you just go like over why you're dying right now. And then like, literally like you just time it knowing that he's going to be struggling to get the grenade. And you're like, I'm cashing you out, Bob. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Yeah, he's struggling to get like, the grenade. Like, <laughs> Oh, but you're forgetting the other best quote in that particular scene. And maybe one of the best quotes of the film is... Bitches leave. <laughs> Lee's sex is favorite quote. <laughs> and then the one girl's like, I, can I, are you going to call, call me, me? <laughs> No, I'm about to get my fucking... The seconds later, they're going to hear him going like, please don't kill me, cry, because they're just outside the door. Like, they didn't, like, completely, like, go away. Like, <laughs> they would have heard the ping, ping, ping. Oh, God, please stop shooting me. Like, it would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> He was all like cocky when he like came in. Yeah, like you know who I am, and then just fucking four gunshots later in the like, knees. Ah, ah, Please ah. stop it! Like it just keeps hurting because he's just doing it so it easily looks painful. and nonchalantly. Of course, it's painful. He's <laughs> getting shot right in the kneecaps over and over, or twice. Like just like oh, please just stop and, it. And uh, the other most famous quote in this movie is is from the the sitcom. I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh yeah. That I was more just focused on how just like over the top and sexist and cheesy it was. Like, just yeah, like every it would just be like, he's like, I got her for you. And he's like, well, how can I have you both? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's trash. It's supposed yeah. to be trash. This is the entertainment of the, the dystopian yeah, this whole, future. The society's collapsing. Yeah. And now everybody just wants dumb entertainment. I could see how this society collapses and becomes Starship Troopers fascism. That be yeah, it is sort of interesting how you know maybe that could, they could sort of be in the same universe. If it was, yeah, I like that. I like that theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to fit the total recall universe into it, but that one definitely does seem like it would fit better. Yeah, I feel like total recall because it just seems like it's thing. like the prequel. Like, oh yeah, this is society's collapsing. Like, there's wars all over the planet. Gover- yeah. Corporations are owning everything. Government democracy's not doing anything for people anymore. So let's give fascism a try. <laughs> yep. Because the police are fed up. The military's fed up. Mm-hmm. Fed up being owned by the corporations. We should own the corporations. And that's what the Star Trooper. The government owns everything. Yeah. All scientists are government scientists. Fascism. Everything was invented by scientists or the government because the government you does. Be in the military to be a real citizen. To have a baby. To get a, yes, the, the so rights to have, to have rights. children. <laughs> yeah. And then and in the book, I mean, tangent, everybody. But it's funny in the book, like the dad in the book is like the the guy. He's not a citizen, and he's like telling his son, like, "Oh, you're stupid. Like, you're a fool for believing him." And then he loses his wife in the horrible explosion that wipes out like uh, a Brazilian city, and uh, that's like the big scene in the movie that like triggers the main character to go back in the war or the not like quit the military. Um, and mm-hmm. then later on, he meets the dad, and the dad's like, oh, I joined the military, and you were so right, son, and fascism is right. Like, democracy was wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism's bad. Oh, you're talking about the book, right? Yeah, because uh, the, da- the guy came from a rich family, and the dad was rich, because like you could still have like decent amount of rights if you were rich, and you had businesses. Mm. But you weren't you didn't weren't grant citizenship. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be interesting if that all took place in the... In the universe of RoboCop, there's a shared universe. Yeah. All right, Lee. I think we're gonna be wrapping this up. This is probably this is the longest episode we've had. It is episode ten, so we talked. Felt like it should be a little special. Talked a lot about 
RoboCop. So yeah, Lee, I think we obviously know what it is, but Lee, what would be you recommend this movie? Obviously, what would Definitely. be your rating for it? Ooh. Well, I mean, this is uh, it's kind of a weird movie to sort of rate for me because I kind of have you know I do think it's a genuinely great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I also think it is kind of schlocky. <laughs> it is kind of like a bigger budgeted B movie. Yeah, I mean I, it, the rating is like your personal. How fun is it to you? Does, like, like I've said, like I I rate this, movies that are nine but, that are like obviously not nine. But I, <laughs> I yeah, they're nine course, to me. Uh, of course, yeah. This is a very special movie to me. And it's kind of how much? How and, would you? How much would we recommend this movie? If you're into, if you're into kind of like old school action movies, if you're kind of sick of, you know, your Fast and the Furious movies, your Marvel movies, you know, with just like constant, you know, CGI, you know, if you want something that's a little bit more simple and, you know, just like a good throwback, I think... I think this movie like works on that level, you know. If you're kind of into that sort of nostalgic sort of '80s uh, mindset, uh, I guess my my personal rating. <laughs> I know I can really be long-winded. Um, my personal rating is. <sighs> I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. A ten out of ten. It's one That's of my so favorite movies. You didn't even give. Uh... I didn't give Boogie Nights a 10 Boogie out of 10. Boogie Nights a 10 out of 10. You didn't give uh, well, we didn't Quentin Tarantino's movie a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Hello, everyone. Sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulty called Star, my dog. She unplugged our mics, and it took us a minute. Well, you don't know it took us a minute to get us back. You'll just hear, Sorry, and then it'll just cut back to this. But uh, yeah. we were getting Lee's uh, personal rating. rating. Now we're entering minute 40, minute 45. <laughs> well, we, I, we, I we said got what the, my rating yeah, was. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's a classic. Lee, that's surprising. Oh, yeah, I was saying that's surprising because you didn't even give um, our first movie a 10 out of 10. And you said, like, that's Reservoir Dogs? Well, we didn't really, like, rate those movies, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I don't think you, yeah, you weren't into it yet because you were just like, it's so weird. <laughs> now well, you're just like, well, now let me tell you a ten minute speech about. Yeah. <laughs> but I would probably give that movie ten out of ten too, and do the right thing. No, no, um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I would rate this movie a seven because it's uh, just a fun action movie that probably everyone who, sh- if you like Total Recall, you should see it. Yeah, or Starship think. Troopers. Yeah, or Showgirls. Maybe, <laughs> or Basic Instinct. Or Basic Instinct. Or Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. He made Hollow Man? That was his last American film. It was a trash dog shit movie. Didn't they make remake that? Well, it's basically The Invisible Man. Yeah, but didn't they remake it? Uh, no, they didn't remake it. They came out with a new Invisible Man movie this oh, year. It's dumb. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, okay, everyone, after that little technical glitch, we're gonna we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, we'll let you know. Uh, let me, but before we wrap it up, uh, gotta let you know what we're watching next week. Oh boy! Lee's very excited for this movie. He's known about it since last week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it is The Bodyguard, starring Kevin Costner oh. and Whitney Houston. Oh R.I.P. Whitney Houston. But this movie, yeah, this is a this is a strong romance movie. And after seeing his reaction to the lucky one, uh, I wanted well, to get, I wanted to see, and also this one is a actually a well acclaimed romance movie. Yeah, and it's got this is a big movie for the time. Yeah, I want to. It came out in nineteen ninety, so like it's thirty it's, years. It's the same era of uh, Lee's movie. So Pretty yeah, much. be excited for that. Um, I'm not dreading it. No, yeah, I th- that's I, that's why after Land of the Lost, I was like, hey, he needs a he needs a he needs a '90s movie. He needs some nostalgia. <laughs> a he needs bit. to see some technology that and he'll go no. like, oh, what yeah, <laughs> yeah, the cla- oh, boy. The, the movie's theme song. God, and that movie's long too for a rom romance. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh boy. Um. All right, yeah. So that's what we'll be watching next week. Please leave a like, a comment, and share the podcast. You can catch it out on. Uh, it's not the worst movie ever. Podbean.com or Apple Podcast. Yeah. This week will be hopefully also going up on Amazon Tunes, whatever the fuck that is. But we got a notice that we could start uploading there, so we're gonna go up there. And obviously, hopefully, we'll be on Spotify. But you'll find everywhere we're at on our Instagram and the Instagram bio. Uh, it's not the worst movie ever. Pod. Uh, you also find our personal po- uh, Instagrams linked there. Follow yeah. us on our t- our uh, TikTok for uh, daily or uh, character highlights that I make on the stars or the people that are in the the main people in the movies that we watch. Trying to make a little more fun, little whatever, a little more some content for you to see about the podcast and learn or see some action shots from the movie. Ooh, ooh. Um, also, shameless plug, please follow my uh, or follow my dog's Instagram, the underscore desert underscore star. Uh, oh, wait, no. <laughs> the underscore oh my God. desert underscore star. Um, and also her, t- her TikTok for daily content, her TikTok desert star two. Um, a bunch of cute, adorable, fluffy butt videos on that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I think we're gonna do for this week. This is a long episode, and it's number ten, so it's a big deal. Hope you guys enjoyed yeah. it, and uh, hope you guys have a safe week. And see, you, uh, hear from us next week. Stay out of trouble, or don't. <laughs>